screaming of my first daughter on the delivery bed shook my heart so hard. I shed a tear, but I smiled after seeing the tiny little feet of my baby with sparkling eyes and her hands moving left and right. I was extremely excited to see what I was harboring inside of me. And I thought again, what would make her cry? I saw her shiver and quiver because of the cold. And as this wrapped her up with her warm wool dress, she quieted up and dozed off. And I asked myself, I shed a tear because I judge and I understand things. And a little baby who just jumped out of the womb equally cries out. And I began asking questions. What causes somebody to cry and what makes somebody to smile at the same time? That is when I discovered what we call emotions. Where I come from, we are not thought emotions. Where I come from, we don't know anything about love. We just watch things happen the way they happen. On today's podcast, we are talking on emotions. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Morpho Clementine. I am a relationship counselor, a mediapreneur. I am a life coach. I'm a proud mother of three and I am going to unravel so much as far as emotions are concerned and a lot more. Just stay tuned. Welcome back. Before we unveil the topic for today, I would love you to just go through and write me a little message just telling me a thank you or just drop something to make me know you're right there. I don't just want to have an audience I don't know. I want to connect with you. Drop a question. Drop your thoughts. Give a proposal to something. I'll be waiting to read from you. Emotions is the best thing that can happen for us to be able to understand exactly where we're coming from, why we act the way we act, why we react to situations differently from the other people. As a matter of fact, when we understand emotions, we will be able to bypass so many things unimaginarily. Let's break down emotions. Emotions can be defined in simple terms as how a living being reacts physically by the changes taking place in his or her mind. All right, or in her brain, whose results could be negative or positive. I, w- I want us to take this all over again. Emotions can be defined in simple terms as how a living being reacts physically by the changes taking place in his brain, whose results could be negative or positive. So in other words, emotions will bring both negative and positive reactions. With a clear and understanding that the brain manages both negative and positive data differently. Alright, the brain wraps around negative and positive energies differently. They take different energies, different quantity of energy to manage each data that comes in. The brain takes a longer time to manage and justify negative information or data. And a very short time to comprehend and forgive and forget positive data can you imagine that just imagine your brain when it takes in negative information or negative data as we're saying it 
it takes a longer time to be able to analyze it and justify it and make it become a reality and within that time there is a permanent mood swing you will swing from high moments to very low moments and you cannot understand what is actually happening this goes a long way to explain our daily physical actions and perspectives for life mindful that our daily life is based on the choices we make and how we react to situations before us honestly speaking the bitterness and the joy experienced daily all depends on how your brain can quickly or slowly manage intake data but listen when we're looking at this thing how your brain is able to take or react to information is it positive information or negative information if it is negative information the rest are short your brain is going to take a longer time to analyze justify and bring the right state of mind the reason why i encourage all my clients to stay off toxic information and toxic people and why not even toxic environment being around toxic environment whether people information when we talk about information, we're talking about movies. If you watch movies that give you low moments, you should avoid them. If you listen to music that bring you bad moment, bad memories, really try to avoid them. If you receive news that keeps giving you inf- information that brings you at low moments, avoid them. That's called toxic information. If you're around gossipers, we keep giving gossips because gossipers will always tell you the negative all right they'll hardly tell you the right thing the good thing they don't tell you the sweet things no they will tell you the things that went wrong avoid such people people the toxic people you should do your optimum best that i encourage my every client to avoid are people who don't see the best in you people who don't see the best in you who look at you and can only realize that this is 40 and there's a flaw this way and there is a negative this way and they keep speaking that to your face or they speak to your back honey you get to make sure you stay off such people if you want to be in that right state of mind 24 on 7. mindful that the brain needs more nerves can you imagine that the brain expects to use more nerves to settle negative information they use up to 42 and maybe even more to manage negative information so why do you want to toxify yourself with negative information knowing very well that the nervous system will be using too many nerves to solve that situation to justify it to yourself and if it has to take one day two days three days those are low moments for you you find yourself complaining at every point in time this comes to women who find fault in everything around them. You need to be sure of what kind of information you put inside of you. You need to be sure of the kind of people you linger around. What kind of information you allow to take charge over your life. It therefore slows down the kind of information you take, negative information you take inside of you slows down your true self from showing forth. Your true self is the happy self. Your true self is your happy self, your loving self, your peaceful self, your understanding self. Because your brain is spending time in justifying the pain and agony collected as data and your mood eventually is disrupted, alright? Your mind, your mood, your perspective is disrupted. This simple disruption is because you are forcing your mind, your brain to analyze data which is toxic. And it needs more nerves, it needs more energy, and it uses more of its capacity to be able to analyze and justify that particular information. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if we must be what we really want to be, we need to be careful for the kind of information we put inside of us and forcing our brains to be stressed up with. In simple terms, these things are happening very basically with families, marriages, children, and parents. It's a normality. Emotions are being tempered, they are being tortured. The brain is being forced to do much more work than it was actually supposed to do. Otherwise, taking your brain up the happy data intake allows your mind to quickly solve the issues and goes back to a peaceful and creative state. Wait a minute, did you understand what I just said? When you help your brain to listen, Allowing your brain to receive beautiful data, for example, you wake up in the morning and the best thing you do for yourself is looking at your face in the mirror and you smile and you laugh so sweet. And you allow your mind to move, to pan from one sweet information to the next. Do you know what is happening? It increases your energy flow. That increase in energy flow does what to you. It makes your mood very, very comfortable and it leads you to an amazing state. What is that state? Peaceful state and that peaceful state leads you to creativity. If you if you're around anybody who's a creative person, you realize that they always want to be alone and when they are, they are, allow, are uh, allowed to be alone, what happens is they have to always want to have earpiece on or a headset and they're listening to jazz music or instrumental music or music that is very gentle. It raises their emotions and it gets them to be more creative. Why wouldn't you want to do that? I'll give you a challenge today. While you're driving off from home to work, within that time, while you're in your car, just have some very quiet music playing in your car. And make sure that particular music or the beat playing have great memories attached to it great memories attached to it probably the first time you made love to your woman maybe the first time you, you saw somebody and you admired the bed the first time you had a good job and you had your first salary have some the best the first time you had your best dish well prepared or maybe your wedding day if it was a good event for you the first time you met your wife the first time your baby cried in the labor room in the delivery room sorry imagine that bring some really good memories while you're driving to work when you get to work you'll be shocked at the kind of energy you're going to receive back there because you'll be radiating at very high frequency and the only thing you can connect with at that point in time is good energy even if along the day there are some ups and downs it can be that dangerous it will not be as dangerous otherwise focusing your mind on very negative things you are stressing up your brain. You're using too many nerves. And at the end of the day, you're having mood swings, being judgmental, negatively, sorry, negatively analytical. You have to calm down. You got to slow down and revisit that which makes you happy. Give your brain an opportunity to use just two nerves. And worth mentioning is this. We need to understand that the brain cannot take more than two toxic informations in a moment. 
because it uses too many nerves. So imagine spending the whole day with negative people, spending two hours with somebody who is just giving you negative, negative information. Or you spend the whole day watching an emotionally unstable movie, two hours or 90 minutes. Do you know how much damage that is doing to you? I talk to parents day in, day out. Especially sit home mothers who have teenage children at home. Be careful before you break yourself. Be careful you, you, the way you talk to them. They cannot be you. Find a very conducive environment to talk to them. Find a loving method to talk to them. Communicate to them with love. Present to them love. I don't know how this can happen, but for me, I'll tell you my secret. I have three daughters and all of them are teenagers. Honestly, I've had the, um, the most amazing time ever in my life with my teenage daughters. You know why? I don't hide anything from them. I don't hide anything from them. And they have grown to trust me. They have grown to love me as their mother and their friend. My children are my friends. My children are not my enemies. They are not my competitors. No. My daughters are the best thing that ever happened to me. When it's time for me to cry, I cry with them. When it's time for me to celebrate, I celebrate with them. Now, you will ask me, definitely they have boys chatting them because they're all girls. How do I manage that? The first thing I do is I allow my children to bring all their friends to my home. Because I know I am a better parent to my children. And when they bring their friends, I take the opportunity to equally know their friends and talk to them and educate them. Because not every parent, not every parent has the opportunity or has the knowledge to be able to educate their children, especially teenagers, the way they're supposed to be educated and the way they're supposed to be handled. Mindful that teenagers have their own world completely. This teenage life is going to be another topic for a completely new season. Teenagers have a completely new world. The way they see things, the way they envisage things for tomorrow, the way they judge things, the way, my goodness, the way they want to see them. It's a completely new and different world. Now, for us to be able not to be enemies to that world, we need to be a part of that world with them. Now, parents, do not fight your boy, child. Do not fight your girl, child. Get into their world. Understand them. And help them to be able to achieve in this period of their teen lives. In that way, you yourself, you remember when you were a teen. What were the experiences? What are the differences? Honestly, you will find yourself very happy. And what happens? It regulates the mood in the house. It keeps the mood in the house a happy one. Happiness, for example, sometimes I look at my, my daughter, I'm like, the eldest one, I'm like, what about us, your boyfriend? And she's like, mommy, I say, yes. Well, with the last guy that chatted you, what happened? And she'll go ahead and tell me the story, how it happened, and then this happened, and then finally there was, there was, there was. She told me so many things. I'm like, wow, okay. So, but what do you think if you had done this and done this other thing? She's like, mom, but that's true. And she's relaxed, and we're smiling, and we're laughing, and then the younger ones will come in, and they're just like, this two, what are you guys up to? So, we're talking about her boyfriend so which one because we know there are so many people chatting her and all of them are boys you know 
And we will just talk about an environment is conducive, is loving, is happy. So imagine what is going on in our brains at that point in time. Imagine what is going on in our brains at that point in time. The brain is using just two nerves to analyze and justify things and they are happy things. And the mood in the house is a smiling one, it's a happy one. There is a reason why people want to speak out loud and there's joy and their proposals because during the happy moments what happens is creativity becomes an inevitable aspects you become more creative you just hear the youngest one who's very creative just like okay i think i want to do a tiktok video today like okay you go ahead and do what you want to do you feel free and do the best you can all right but if we didn't have that amazing morning that amazing discussion at a particular point in time it wouldn't have been this sweet she wouldn't have been inspired to get a new dance move all right so make your home a happy home make your life a happy life knowing that each time you are doing a happy thing your mind is happy each time you take in toxic information you stress up your nerves you stress up your nerves in a way that you begin to ask yourself later what did i even do you see your mood goes down and very soon it's going up and it goes down again oh god he asked him like what is really happening to me avoid toxic information avoid toxic people avoid toxic environments be at your best state majority of the hours of every day but like before i go ahead i would like us to be mindful of something you know there's there are always two sides of the same coin right there are always two sides of the same coin and they what i discovered is I miss all the negativity when it comes to toxic information and toxic data into the system. Do you know that people who have received too much of negative data become more resilient in their activities? Most of them. And they become smarter and more intelligent. The reason is simple. The system creates defensive mediums that it informs the brain when there's a negative coming so it had already built a, pre- a preventive me- a measure and defensive mediums and what happens is those who have been through too many hurts too many time challenges are able to triumphant through the darkest moments and have a leap to the next level without being damaged because the system has already been programmed to overcome pain to overcome pain i'm not saying that we should therefore be receiving just toxic no the toxic data will always come but try to be at the happiest state even though the toxic has a small advantage try to be at your happy moments 24 on 7 if it's possible <laughs> it's practically not possible but sometimes try your best that in 12 hours if you can have eight hours at your happy moment and the rest of a few hours it's not that bad the body will still grow those defensive mediums and you'll still be able to triumph honestly we've just started with emotions this foundation was supposed to be laid so that we can be able to understand why couples fight and they have unresolved situation it all happens from the brain 
it all, all happens when their nerves are unable to solve some situations. They take a longer time to solve the situations. We begin to ask ourselves, why do mothers fight with their daughters? The reason is simple. There are situations that they face with their daughters that probably they had faced with their mothers in the past. It affects them. It brings back their data. And then they struggle to fight and solve the situations again. We ask ourselves, why, are we, why do we hate our jobs? And yet we keep going there. Because the system has been programmed in a particular way. In subsequent editions, we are going to talk about how we can get out of those very moody states. When the, the, the mess has already occurred, how do we get out of it? On emotions, we are going to take our time to explain a lot so that by the time we are done with it, you'll be able to realize a sweeter, better understanding of life with yourself first, with your wife, your children, and while not with your vision and your work. Stay tuned to Morphos Diary because on Morphos Diary, we're adding a smile to you every moment. See you on the next edition.